Welcome to the Bold Sports post game. Jay and Anish, the rare two man post game. Yeah, because we couldn't, because between all of us at Bold Sports, we didn't have uh, a single person that uh, was either uh, emotionally or, uh, you know, soberly able to handle this on their own. Purdue got jobbed. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, um, it, it, we find creative ways to lose these meaningful and meaningless games, right? This is one of, like, the who cares it's in the middle of the season type of game, but Purdue finds creative ways uh, to heartbreakingly lose games like this, too. And I don't want to say Purdue finds ways to. I just mean that, you know, heartbreaking losses find their way to Purdue. <laughs> well, so I was thinking about this game, and Purdue's down 21 to 10 at the half. I would say the first half was marked by poor defensive uh, play or effort um, and more of the pretty pretty vanilla conservative play calling yeah. on offense. Yeah. But I will say, is it fair to say, you know, after this much time off that, that, that the snack and Rondell deserve a half to get back into rhythm? Sure, sure. Sh- I think Absolutely, that's fair. but I don't think the snack and Rondell were the ones that were no, no, no. lacking but, in the first but Let's half. say no, that's what it was. Yeah. Let's say sure. that what it was. The second half showed that, sure. oh, there they are. These are the, This is the offense we've come to love. Mm-hmm. Um, Purdue scored 21 in the second half. And if they're going to score 31, and really it should, I mean, they left at least, at least three on the field at the end of the first half with that botched kick. Probably should have been a touchdown. Uh, and then they got jobbed out of one at the end. I mean, it, it, the offense did enough in this game, despite the defense, to win. Oh, they- yeah. And, I mean, and even in the end, I know, you know, that uh, those stops at the end of the fourth quarter were very much conservative offense. Sure. Um, you know, P.J. not really going for it. Um, but, it, you know, they still they got, got stops. Them. And at the end, you know, put the put Purdue in a place to win which they did um but so here's the thing like you know at the end of the half there was that rondale touchdown that was um you know that was overturned which led to a missed field goal then there was a david bell catch uh which is the um i think among the most incredible plays i've ever seen and david bell makes me say that kind of multiple weekly it's (laughs) incredible uh, because Rondale will do these, I mean, superhuman things. David Bell will do these things that you didn't think humans are able to do. There is a difference because I'm convinced that Rondale Moore is not human. And I'm convinced David Bell, like, just, like, has these kind of magical ability. I don't understand it. I it's think, insane. It's incredible. I think Rondell defies physics with the way he moves. And I think David Bell defies gravity. Sure. This is this is great. Yes, I like this. I like this. I think that's because Rondell doesn't go up and get. You don't throw jump balls to him. You throw, you throw anything to him, and then let's see what he does because it's always exciting. Yeah. Bell, you can say, "Hey, buddy, I need you to just bail me in. (laughs) I'm going to throw an interception. I need you to reverse it from being an interception. Can you do that for me? Oh, you can. Been a great defensive back too, man. Jeez. (laughs) Oh. Well. and then in the end, you know, so then you get the, you know, the 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 overturned Rondale touchdown leading to a missed field goal. You had this, um, you know, the 
I don't know if that one actually cost Purdue points because I think that was the the David Bell overturned catch still ended in that Payne Durham touchdown. And then, you know, obviously you have uh, the call that we haven't actually addressed uh, head on yet in this, uh, you know, few minutes that we've been talking. Um, the uh, phantom pass interference, where if you look at the at the satellite cam, it looks like a Google Earth image. You have to look at the Google Earth view, where it's like about as far away as you can get to see his hand just kind of, you know, just extend a little bit. It's football. Are but we playing football? Every play downfield, that happens. Every it's play. Just... And the DB didn't even seem to be thrown, slowed down by it. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand that call at all. And this isn't just being a homer because everyone everywhere who was watching tonight on Twitter said that I didn't see a single person who said, oh, well, I could see, no one could see it. No one on Does the broadcast it... could see it. No one anywhere could see it. First of all, the broadcast was, oh, my goodness. <sighs> Oh, baby. There's a rough one, former Minnesota coach, and uh, maybe somebody about as sober as I am on the call. Wow. He was dreadful. But, he was. But, uh, you know, it's just another. It was I an incomplete know. pass thrown into the end zone, and he said, I think they're trying to figure out where to spot the ball. Yes, I don't. After an so... incomplete pass, it's pretty easy. Um, I the frustrations are just uh, kind of limitless for this game. However, the good things is that we finally saw, I mean, like we saw each other the last time we saw Rondell Moore. We saw each other in person in a non-pandemic world the last time that we saw Rondell Moore play. Rondell Moore will um, only play against Minnesota going forward, yeah. apparently. Um, he, I mean, he was incredible and it was just about as incredible as we imagined watching both Bell and more. Both of, them, both of them had over 100 yards receiving. Rondell also had three rushes for 20 yards and a touchdown. Um, that, that's exactly what we dreamed of. And, yeah. and Bell and Moore both being weapons with right. Oh, by the way, three mm -hmm. catches for 57 yards. And oh, hey, look at Payne Dorham, four catches for 40 yards and a touchdown, not including the one that was taken yeah. away. Yeah. Like, that is exactly what we envisioned. There are all these options to throw the ball to. Oh, and you can run it. King Daru, Xander, Rondell, well, I mean, uh, Jake Plummer. Uh, Horvath, Horvath had a great game. And uh, Jack the Snack had a wonderful game. Oh. I mean, like, I, I, like, let's get to more positive 35 stuff. 35 of 42 for 367 and three touchdowns. In the, Just... first, half, in the first half, we talked about, you know, the, the, the play calling again being a little bit timid. And then finally in the second half, I mean, that first drive coming out of the second half was... I mean, what, what was it? Six plays, something like that, driving five. the length of the field. Five plays. Five plays. It was just incredible, absolutely incredible, and that's what we wanted to see. So hopefully, we see. I mean, like to me, I thought the snack looked great from the beginning. I mean, he like did. he displayed an accuracy that I don't think we saw last year. Um, he was confident. I mean, like you know, all of the confidence in the world. I would be stunned if he gave. Uh, I mean, bar obviously barring an injury, if he gave the job up to anybody else, like I mean, the way he played today was just calm, self-assured. Um, you know, the chemistry he had with uh, you know the top three receivers that you named. It's just I, you know, command of the offense, especially in the second half. I don't see, um, I don't see how it's a competition. I don't see how it was a competition in the summer. But these are the coaches that see them all day. You know, 
Yeah. I'm getting all sorts of... Um, I've got autoplay ads coming on. So they're coming through my ears. Listen, I don't know if... Hey, listen, man. that's fine. That's like they're fine. asking me to... Find the find the noise on my computer while after you know however many bourbons who's to say who's to say here's something fun I just want to read off to you so there were three four five six seven eight nine ten there were ten scoring drives in this game all total <clears throat> here were the yards in each of them Minnesota eight plays sixty nine yards Purdue ten plays ninety one yards Minnesota eleven plays ninety three yards Purdue nine plays fifty six. Minnesota, 11 plays 75. Purdue, eight, 5 plays 84. Minnesota, 9 plays 75. Purdue, 9 plays 75. Minnesota, 9 plays 75. Purdue, 12 plays 75. There was no defense. It's a one, dri- one touchdown drive less than 75 yards. <laughs> no defense being played in this game. And no, that was, a, that was a field goal. That was J.D. Dellinger. Oh, you're right, you're right. It's a so, scoring drive. So everything was just up and down the field. And... I wonder, I wonder, looking forward, does this, I hope, I hope that this clues Coach Brom into the fact that this is like a couple of years ago. You're just going to have to outscore teams. Yeah, you're playing show, you're playing, you know, Lakers showtime. showtime. You know what well, I mean? Like, you've got to run. I kept thinking about the Missouri game we were at a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. They realized early on in that game, well, there's not going to be any stopping Drew Locke, so let's just keep scoring. Let's just keep throwing the ball. And it almost worked. And tonight, I would say it worked. It did work. I mean, in the second half, I mean, like but they got you jobbed know. at the end of the second half, and they they barely missed a touchdown at the end of the first half. And, and so a big he, swing. Here's the thing: there are people um, who are saying things like Purdue, you know, didn't or uh, you know Purdue did so many other things. I'm trying to pull up, you know, tweets. Purdue had a lot of opportunities to win the game. You know, it wasn't on the last play that they lost. There's no. I am usually. Very common analytical about things like that. Here's the problem, though, is that the points that you score at the beginning of the game or the middle of the game count the same as the points that you score at the end. While Purdue left points on the board early, they also scored enough to stay in the game. They also, you know, while they couldn't stop, um, you know, uh, Minnesota in the first three quarters, they got the necessary stops in the fourth quarter, whether timid offense or not being called by PJ Fleck, um, to, you know, to, to be in the game at the end. And so this was a totality. You can't just say that because of the timing of how it, you know, how everything turned out that Purdue didn't make enough plays. They made enough plays. It was just, uh, I think, the worst call I've ever seen, but we'll see. Well, uh, and we talked about this in our group chat, but I believe I have this right on consecutive plays. David Bell making an incredible, you know, change of possession, essentially, from an interception Mm -hmm. to a reception. But because the Minnesota player who glanced at the ball when he was touching the out-of-bounds line, that counts as an out-of-bounds and not a a reception by Bell, which I still don't quite understand. Did you ever know that? Did you know that? How long have you been watching football? Have you ever seen, heard that rule? Anyway, continue. It's like they watched it until they could see a reason to take it away, is what it felt like. Yep. So the next play, I believe, was the, the phantom pass interference. And then the next play, Rondell Moore was blatantly hold, so blatantly that Glenn Mason saw it. And he didn't and see much. For an interception. So, I mean, I, I know I'm a homer, but holy hell, 
that you know that that's getting job, man. That is getting jobbed, and I don't know what else to say. Purdue Purdue played well enough. They played with enough heart, and and I put that on on everybody. The offense, I say the defense. You you, you know you keep caveating it and saying, well, PJ was being yeah, PJ was being scared at the end, but it doesn't matter. The defense still did what they needed to do. They did what was in front of. They stopped the plays in front of. Just like you got to play the teams in front of you, Mm -hmm. and they gave Purdue the chance and. I would have even liked, you know, a, a tie. I would have liked overtime against this oh, team. Oh, I would have been great with overtime. <laughs> and I think I think they would have done it um, had it just been kind of ruled anyway. Um, kind of, you know, had it been ruled differently. The other thing is, like, frustrating part of the last, of the interception as well, was the fact that there was also, you know, Rondell being held on that play, too. And so it's like, you know, there, there are so many... You know, if that is just batted down instead of, you know, instead of intercepted, um, you know, you have another shot at a field goal for overtime. And so it's a it bounced, the ball at the end bounced about as poorly as you could have uh, for Purdue. Um, you know, yeah, we should be used to this by now, but I'm not. This is, it's always a surprise. It's always it's always new. It's always something different. Well, so next Saturday. The 28th, 4 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Oh, Purdue the Piscataway special. <laughs> home, though. Thank goodness. Oh, it's at home. Okay. For... <laughs> Makes a huge I didn't difference. know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Piscataway didn't know. special. That's <laughs> the Piscataway special versus the fighting Rutgers. If it were Rutgers, I'd go down and tailgate and just scream from outside the stadium. <laughs> 4 p.m. versus Rutgers, then versus Nebraska, then IU, number nine IU, let's be clear. Um, I mean, top four by the time we play them. At this point, at this point, they're two and two. They got three games left. Just, just. Air it out. Yeah. Just fire away indiscriminately. What difference does it make now? Let's have some fun, man. Like, that was awesome. Like, when Rondale was clicking, when Bell was clicking, when. Jack and snack time was happening. That was awesome. But I mean, like the, it, like the when when uh, David Bell was in the end zone blocking for Rondale, <laughs> as he as any normal human would have been tackled in the backfield, and oh, yeah. Rondale just casually draws just goes around the corner. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand. The field seems know. wider when he does that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. I, it's really. So they, I mean, the, you know, the good things are Ronda Karloftis was back. He looked yeah. great. Yeah. You know, we Purdue has our stars back. Genuine college football stars. Purdue has a handful of actual real life, not you know, adjusted for Purdue or the Big Ten or whatever. Purdue has multiple college football stars, and they are all back, and they're playing Rutgers next week. I... Come on, can we have some fun? You know what? I want to win there, but if they're going to go out there and hang 50 on somebody, I want it the week after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it the week after. Beat Rutgers, but slap Nebraska around. That's the win I want. That's the one I want left. Now with, uh, you know, the Northwestern game gone and with (laughs) with the P.J. Fleck opportunity gone, yeah. I mean, like, IU obviously would be great, but but Scott Frost is, I think – I think Scott Frost is higher on the hate rankings for all of us than than uh, Tom Allen is. Oh yes, absolutely. But anyway, yeah. we've got lots of things to 
you know, look forward to. But, oh, boy, that was tough, man. It was a job. All right. I'm That's glad it. to have done this with you, yes. my friend. I'm glad. I don't think I don't think we could have done this alone. Real losers, 34-31. What a, what a job. Back to uh, Back to Pervin. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsors. Never forget. Never forget. Uh, when I'm wearing the base layer. I'm wearing the soft base the layer. Base right layer. Martin Vintage. Martin Vintage, baby. Eat AJ's. Gridiron Metalworks. Thank you. We love you all. Good night.